Two and a half vaginas. We have our half a vagina here. She's she's creating a little trouble today. She's ringing a bell because she wants to go outside and pee, but <laughs> I think she actually just wants to go outside, so I'm going to ignore her. Sally, come do the podcast. No, no there's, some not that interesting. there's some shoes under this table that I think I'm going <laughs> to spend some time with. I think you need to go eat some underwear. <laughs> Um, hey guys, so, uh, some interesting stuff happening this week. Very, uh, salacious PETA ads. It has been a twisted week. Jessie. Yeah. Uh, I, I would like to start by talking about the, the, um, my boyfriend went vegan PETA yeah. ads. Yeah. Have you guys seen this? If you haven't, you should, you should go check it out. Well, it's, we're going to put it on the website for sure. I, I think it's disturbing to be honest. Yeah. I'm well, not sure. So, so the whole, I guess the whole premise is that. If your boyfriend goes vegan, you he's suddenly beca- going to become like an electric lover. And not just that, he'll violently fuck you. Well, yeah. So then so that so you're in a the, neck brace. I, I believe the term is the bottom dropped yeah, out. Yeah, her bottom dropped out. What That's does that mean? Her dis- vagina fell out of her body? <laughs> or like her asshole? I oh was my really God. confused. Yeah, her butt like how is, fell she's out. just getting fucked until, until her parts don't work anymore. And then she comes home. With more vegetables? <laughs> so she, like wants, she wants it. She She's wants in a more neck, of that. Anyway, this girl's in a neck brace, and she basically wants to continue getting violently fucked. Oh, and there's a hole in the wall. <laughs> from, I think her from head. From him fucking her, the hole? Or like her head slamming into the wall so hard Jesus. that it put a hole through the wall. So. so this is what everybody wants, obviously. I mean, here's the thing. Peter, yeah, that's what women are always complaining well, about. Yeah, they're like, not getting why fucked you fuck hard enough. Harder. Yeah, <laughs> harder and with, with, with less, less foreplay. Yeah, exactly. More <laughs> friction, uh, more blood yeah. would be great. It's not violent enough. Um, you know, and it's, PETA, I feel like, always sort of crosses that line of, like, like, they, the, like, they almost are likable, and then, yes. but not. And, and, you know, you know what I mean? Because I, I definitely support, yeah, I support ethical treatment of animals in that sense, but they're always kind of taking it too far. They don't make me want to be vegan. And yeah. I, I mean, I don't know if they'd make me not want to wear fur. I don't, I don't want to wear fur anyway. I know. I just, but it's like, I don't, I don't need but... to go and throw, throw blood on people. So yeah, know? I don't know. I mean, I guess it's good that they exist because maybe they do keep a certain amount of things in line because they're also yeah. breaking into labs where animals are being mistreated and tortured and maybe they're mm-hmm. good you know, I think they serve a purpose. They do. But these But I they definitely need some new PR people. Yeah. These fringe groups, I mean, I don't know if they're a fringe group or not, but when they <laughs> when you're sort of out on the fringe like that, yeah. On anything, you scare me a little. You in right. general. Right. Especially you know? when you use the Kardashians in an ad. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, they called like that huge ad in LA where they called her out for wearing fox fur. Oh yeah. And something it was like baby foxes. What are they called? Kids? You know, baby foxes. Baby foxes. Or just called baby foxes. Well, if you know out there, call us. Call us right now. One eight hundred two and a half vaginas dot com. And they said, "Hey Kim, do you think these puppies, fox puppies, miss their mommy? Something oh, like geez. that." It was really. <laughs> and I was like, I don't think she thinks. No, she thinks. doesn't think at all. In yeah. <laughs> she probably does know what little foxes are called, though. So speaking of violently fucking, um, it's, it's, this is a really kind of sad story. We're going to try to make light of it, but Chris, it seems that Chris Brown and Rihanna, yeah, that Chris Brown and that Rihanna are, are 
kind of back together? Are there something going on there? Well, I mean, first off, I don't even think he should be allowed to win a Grammy. I'm sorry, but that's that was like his big week, right? He won a Grammy. Well, I especially since the whole shit that like all of that went down after the Grammys, right? The like, time he beat yeah. her. Like I the don't remember. Was, it was but like I, literally the anniversary of the beating. Oh, that's interesting. Because she, well, I don't want to jump ahead to that, but there was, there was a lot of things with Chris Brown and Rihanna this week. The first was that he won the Grammy, right? And yeah. then he tweeted something yeah, like, hey, he haters, like, I won a Grammy, fuck, fuck you. I, which is so hilarious. It's like, yeah, you're the one in, like, you're the one getting the rewards. Right. So why do you need to, why, I actually kind of think it's, it's funny that he's so bothered by his Twitter haters. Yeah. Like, also, it's like, why do you think people hate you? Yeah. Because you beat the you, shit out of your girlfriend. And then you brag about stuff like this on Twitter. Yeah. So. Yeah, he's definitely never. I, I, I do feel like, I know a lot of people are like, oh, you know, maybe just don't buy his records and stuff. And yeah, I, I agree there shouldn't be people buying his records. And I think it's ridiculous that tons of people are. But. Uh, I, he's never quite shown the remorse that would make me comfortable. You know, he's never... He jokes. He made he a jokes, joke. Exactly. He, on Twitter. And he tried to pick up women saying, I promise I won't beat you. Yeah. That was another rumor this what? week. What? I know. So it definitely doesn't feel like he's taking it seriously. And I get like, hey, yeah, you know, if you rehabilitate, I'm all for giving people a second chance. I do not feel like he's earned a second chance. Yeah. He's not... He He's the like someone who then goes out and jokes about violence that's it's just unacceptable i think he's an idiot yeah um, and then so so apparently the first it started this week because he showed up at her birthday party and the mm. story was that he actually made people at the party sign like an nda that they weren't going to tell anyone that he was there how do you even so do ridiculous. that you just walk in and then and you basically you pass walk out around contracts just, yeah or his people bring in the contracts mm-hmm. i think that's what Way happened to upstage rihanna's birthday party i know Fuck, i know but then it's also she's she's obviously has a poor judgment too because she's hanging out with this guy and they're they're collaborating on a single which is Gross. retarded yeah and and also like you know this is a this is a girl who her cake I don't know if you saw pictures of her birthday cake yeah it kind of reminded me of like Miley Cyrus just had that big black cock that she yeah. got her what boyfriend is, what is what is with celebrities why can't more people be like Taylor Swift. I know. You know what I mean? Taylor Swift eats Funfetti cake. I'm like getting really you know old where does. I'm like, she's just, she's a nice girl. Why she can't be like Taylor Swift? <laughs> she has bangs. <laughs> she looks really good with she bangs. She does look good. I know. Uh, it's kind of annoying. But yeah, it's just like, I mean, the fact that Rihanna, I don't know who is, I, I you know, and not like, oh, uh, there's going to be a publicist that's just going to completely be able to control but her. But they have terrible PR people. They clearly. do. Yeah. They're, they're, they're uncontrollable, yeah. it seems like. But maybe they don't mind because look how much attention this gets them. I guess. I mean, their headlines it's just, and... It's, the sad thing for me is that Rihanna doesn't realize that this really is a profound... She could be having a profound impact on domestic violence, and she's not. And she's yeah. taking it backwards. Because they're so high profile... It, they have the ability to change the way a lot of people perceive and the situation. And it's little girls who like her music for the most part. Yeah, and it's little girls young, who like Chris Brown's music, yeah, too. Yeah, it's young kids who then are looking up to them to see how to behave. Yeah, and then they're seeing that, you know what, if you guys get in a fight and, hey, both people were drunk and 
and everyone makes up, it's okay that you punched a woman. Yeah. Well, more and than punched a woman. Strangled her. Like, and basically, like, made her face into a pulp. Yeah. That's the thing. It was brutal. He said he was going to kill her. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not on. saying it's like, it's, it's not felt like he just punched her, because that would be terrible, too, but... It was extreme. Yeah. And it was and it was in private. It wasn't like, oh, this all happened at a bar or something where people were getting in a fight. Like, this was in private mm-hmm. where something really, really upsetting could have happened. Yeah. Oh, shoot. Anyway, um, let's lighten it up a little bit. <laughs> Whitney Houston, huh? <laughs> <laughs> On a lighter note, Whitney Houston. <laughs> and then this, this last thing with, with Rihanna today, actually, uh, where she tweeted... Let me read it. Uh, they can say whatever. I'm a do whatever. No pain is forever. You know this. <laughs> um, well, hmm. That makes me really sad. Yeah. It, it just feels like she thinks she's somehow empowering herself to go yeah. back to the guy who beat her. Like, hey, I get to make my own choices. Right, right, right. Like, like that's, like I'm that's about, the empowering I'm all thing. about forgiveness. Uh, yeah, I, I it's know, it's, really, it's really. I mean, and the the problem too is these guys are really young. I mean, mm-hmm. they're just in their early twenties, right? Yeah, and and I feel like you're you're still pretty dumb at that age. You're so dumb. I don't think they should be allowed to speak. Yeah, you shouldn't be allowed publicly. to speak, drive, vote, tweet, tweet. Yeah, you can you can <laughs> record music, you can sing. But even when you're happy, but you can't concert, write songs. I don't even want you talking between the songs. Yeah, I don't want to hear your dumbass opinions on anything because you don't know anything about life. I mean, basically, I, I honestly think I'm going to tell my kids when when <laughs> get they, off my lawn. Like as soon as they hit hit 16, I'm going to be like, listen, this is you're entering the dumbest years of your life. It's going to be for about you're, 10 years. You're going to be a dumbass mm-hmm. for a while, and you know what? You're gonna the worst part about this time is that you think that you're smart and you think that you're uh-huh. right. And that's the most dangerous thing because when when little little kids are dumb too, but they at least are willing to admit that they don't know everything. They don't know any and then and then teenage, yeah. But teenagers and, and that's when you make all the really horrible life-changing mm-hmm. decisions that you can never go back on. So, I really hope I can at least impart on my kids that like Whatever you're thinking, pretty much do the opposite because you're just gonna be wrong gonna, for a while. You're gonna, your instincts are 100 percent wrong. Yeah, <laughs> I think you can just keep them. That's in healthy a, parenting. Keep right? them in a cage for like <laughs> 10 years. I have a little complaint to make okay. uh, against my neighbor's children. Oh no! Well, I live in an apartment complex, mm-hmm. and I mean, most people in LA just give do. your just give your address. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but. It always, it sort of irks me the way that people can, you know, raise kids in apartments. That's totally cool. I'm happy for you guys to do that. That's your choice if, if you know, you want to save some money. But you need to acknowledge that the apartment complex is not your house. Other people live there. Other people live there. This is not all your property. And, and I feel like that doesn't happen a lot. Especially, so my neighbors, today I woke up. Um, to the sounds of children screaming, which mm-hmm. is always pleasant. But um, <laughs> they, I realized that the kids were, they had a hose, and so they were not even on their property. These are the next, this is the complex next to me. Mm-hmm. So on our property, they're... Oh, so they're not even in their property. Yeah, so they're spraying a hose, um, and they are just making mud mm-hmm. in, like, next to our walkway. So just a really, like, big patch of mud, spraying the dirt, and then they are playing in it. So now they're like, you know, tracking mud up and down. It's the fun walkway. if you're a kid. Yeah, super fun to make mud. Um, but it's like it's literally right next to my apartment. There's <laughs> and there's stuff and I have like 
a lot of plants and stuff out back mm -hmm. there too. So it, to me, I'm, I'm sort of like, Hey, this is my stuff. And you are now, and you're also making the entire walkway muddy, which is not something that I want. So it, it just feels really like people imposing their children on you, you know? Yeah, I and, mean, and I know that kids, kids want to play and that's great. But I do think as parents, you really need to, you need to say, okay, you know what? We're making the choice to not live in a house. And so we need to kind of act like apartment livers. Like yeah. if, you, if it was, I, I, I couldn't just go take over uh, the whole property and even, especially not their property. Right. Like I'm sure someone would say something if I went and just started pulling up plants on their property. I think though, I mean, I agree with you. I think they're half, uh, you know, I, I, I don't have kids um, myself, but I think that you as a parent have to set up some boundaries for how yeah. you, I think there's this kind of parenting where there's the parents who are like, they're just kids. Let them yeah. go be free. And like you're an asshole. If you and would so they're with being horrible in restaurants or, or horrible in public. And, and I, of course kids are going to act horrible sometimes, but then there's, I think the idea that like, oh, you teach your kids manners and that they have to respect adults. And I mean, we don't have kids in our building, but. I have a grown adult man who lives above us who's super who's inconsiderate. Like That's just true. yesterday. There are, there's always going to be problems. Yeah. But I yeah. mean, it's a little more annoying, I think, when it's kids. But this guy, you know, he comes home at one or two in the morning and gets on phone calls. And he's like, hey, man, what's going on, dude? I mean, it literally is like he's so you, yelling you're in my ear. You're more offended by the fact that he's a douche than that. He's loud. Uh, like, I don't mind that he's loud. I just hate the way he talks. I hate that he's a douche. Um, <laughs> or he leaves, like, he, you know, he left um, bell jars, I think, that he, he uses as ashtrays on <sighs> his deck. And then it was windy, and they all fell and oh busted God. all over our front porch. Oh, my God. That's so and dangerous. So I texted him, and he was like, dude, I'm so sorry, and came right down that. and cleaned it up. But if you say dude, it always <laughs> sounds like you're in a good mood. I think like, that's like he just got back from it. he just got back from surfing. Yeah, like he's super chill. So he says, "Dude, he's seen Point Break fifteen times." Um. <laughs> anyway, not to to take it a, away from no. from kids being horrible, but mm. it's true though. There's always. I mean, you're all like. I don't think I know a single person who doesn't have a complaint about their neighbors. Yeah, but. I, can I tell you one other funny thing about these kids Please. in particular? Yeah. So they like to set up little stands to sell things outside. <laughs> oh, I've seen them. Yeah. And I actually had a party where people were coming into the party with chocolates and they were like, oh, I bought these from your neighbors outside. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, what are they selling? They were like, yeah, it was weird. I asked them what they were, if they were selling them like for school or something. Mm -hmm. And they said that they were selling them to get new iPad covers for their class. And I was like, iPad mm -hmm. covers? First of all, that kind of sounds like a lie because I don't think the class each has individual iPads. And if they do, <laughs> they don't need to raise money. And then I also found out that they were people were buying like different size candies yeah. and they were all different prices. Oh so boy. it was basically like they were just selling their old Halloween candy. Yeah. And I've also seen them selling, um, the other day they were selling juice. And it wasn't like a lemonade stand. I thought you were going to say they were selling Jews. And oh I was my like, God. oh, you really aren't In that to do neighborhood, that. you could not. <laughs> um, yeah. But, uh, but they, so they were selling juice. And um, it was basically like they had the like carton of juice mm -hmm. that they were just pouring into cups and then selling. <laughs> and this really annoyed me because they, be, they were buying juice and then 
reselling it at a higher price. Yeah, it's not like lemonade that they It wasn't made. like lemonade. I know. And then I felt like, you know what? These parents are really instilling, I guess it's the American dream. Yeah. Like, oh, I can buy something and then sell it to someone else for more money yeah. than what I paid. <laughs> but uh, it really bothered me that the parents weren't like, hey, you you need to at least like mix a mix into water yeah. and stir it. You need to in order make for this some to be. kind of effort. I almost did want to say something to them where I was like, hey, you guys need to teach them, like, go make a Rice Krispie treat with these right. kids. Because this is not enough. They're not doing enough work for me. But but all I did was I ran in the back way and, and <laughs> hid. I hid from my child neighbors. And this is our <laughs> segment that we will now be calling Get Off My Lawn. Yeah. Where Jesse and I just I know, hate just complain people. about kids. <laughs> well, did you actually, did you read the thing this week? Um, there's that book that's coming out about the French woman that lived, or she's American that mm, lived in France. Bringing up BB. Oh, Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and so she is basically kind of, uh, advocating a, a French way of parenting. I love it. I, I really liked it too. And I, I was appreciative because it's like, Hey, you can say no to your kid sometimes if you're like, your yeah. kid doesn't have to get in the way of every aspect of your life. Like no, I, and I say get in the way of, I just mean you're, you don't have to completely devote your entire life it's to your children. It's very kid centric here. And I think that yeah. they've even shown in, in, in studies uh that I can't necessarily quote at the moment but that it's not as it's not healthy for kids to have this helicopter parenting where the the kids are always the focus of attention of, their, of everyone's you world. know when other adults oh, come that's over that's gonna be a nightmare of a human as an adult yeah, yeah. oh man it doesn't set them up for what life is gonna be like at all which it's really hard you guys it does sort of it's sad because then it also puts a lot of pressure on other parents like, you know, you have this idea of, oh, if, if everyone's completely devoting themselves mm-hmm. and that's what a good mother is, then you feel like a bad mother when you're not yeah. doing that. And that's, and I don't think that's the case. I think it is actually better parenting yeah. to not completely be like engrossed in, in your children. Because then they can go develop their own imagination. I mean, yeah. kids, you know, kids should play alone They sometimes. need to have time by healthy. themselves. Yeah. And I think it's healthy for kids to learn how to do stuff. Like, Especially mm-hmm. men who then don't become men who need, you know, who need a wife slash mother. to become shitty boyfriends and husbands, <laughs> not naming names. I'm just kidding, not ours. <laughs> people, some people I know complain about that. Some friends of ours. Um, um, but yeah, I mean, it, it just, it's, it, I, it really does make a child so much less capable of, of accomplishing things on their own. And that's, I mean, that's where like real satisfaction comes from, I think, is being able to do stuff on your own and and achieve something, even if it's difficult. Just think, Jesse, if our parents would have paid that much attention to us, we would have never figured out how to get this podcast on iTunes. You're absolutely (laughs) right. And then it took us us seven episodes, no, like five episodes. So Jesse, a couple big things this week with uh, our favorite Republican Rick Santorum. <laughs> uh, it's hard to pick a favorite. Oh, they're all so dreamy. They're, yeah, and they're um, also different. Oh, they're so, <laughs> they're, they're so different. Uh, it's so, like, do I want the white guy with like the salt and pepper hair or the white guy with like the streak of gray? Which one's going to take away the most of my rights as a female person <laughs> in this world? Um, so someone interesting endorsed Rick Santorum this week. Did you hear about this? I don't know. Yeah. So, apparently, Dave Mustaine, the lead singer of the heavy metal band Megadeth, what? came out in support what? of Rick Santorum. Yeah, I'm like, is he, like, super homophobic or something? He is must that... be. He must be. I, I guess I just, you know what, I don't think about guys, like, metalheads no, being you, Republicans. You assume everyone in music, or at least, like, is liberal that kind of music. And, yeah. and everything but country. 
Yeah, but I think metal is an extreme kind of in the way I country so. is. That it's it's kind of this angry music. Well, and it's also a lot of men. It just is so. weird because I think of I think of metal guys as kind of even being well working class and a mm-hmm. lot of working class people, not to stereotype. But this is it's not Journey we're talking about. <laughs> well, Journey, there isn't he super Republican too? Is he? I think so. Mm. Um, I could be wrong about that. Boo. I know. But anyway, uh, Rick Santorum, so that happened. I'm sure, I don't know if that's going to be a help or a hindrance to his campaign. I know. Um, well, Kelly Clarkson was supporting Ron Paul. Oh, yeah. That was some, and then she got all this flack for it, which is sort of like, I don't care who Kelly Clarkson's supporting. Yeah. I mean, tweet about I, it all like, you want. Yeah, she's not the person that I'm getting political <laughs> advice from. So. I only vote for who American Idol winners tell me to vote for. Yeah, exactly. Um, they so know, I'm like, like, I don't. Why do? Why do we not let people just have opinions? That's fine if she wants to. Yeah, that's true. I mean, they can say what they want. Back to Rick Santorum. Um, he also, I think, was this his super PAC support? Like his, the leader of his super PAC came out and said. Some pretty awful things. Oh, well, I the, the stuff that I heard from him this week was, A, he said, this is what he said on TV. He said, uh, I guess I'm kind of old-fashioned because in my day, the way women prevented pregnancy was by keeping their legs closed, which is amazing. that he, I mean, I'm actually sort of proud of him that he said that because that's what I always, okay, this is my thing with Republicans. I'm always like, no, just say what you mean. Like, just say what you fucking mean. Yeah. Don't pretend like you care about poor people. Just say, I don't give a shit. Yeah. I care about my own money. Fuck you guys. Well, I don't inter- like, I'm not interested in helping other people. Don't pretend like you think that it's going to help poor people to cut taxes for the rich. Right. You know? So I do actually like that, that Rick Santorum is just coming out and being like, yeah, I think sluts should keep their legs closed. <laughs> so unbelievable. Because, yeah, now I know what you actually think. And guess what? A lot of other people seem to be liking it, Jessie. I know, that's um, the worst part. Unfortunately. But yeah, but the, the thing that keeps coming back to me in this is, like, mm-hmm. why, how is so much time being spent talking about abortion? Like, and, I mean, people keep asking, you know, they're asking Santorum, like, oh, but, you know, just to be clear, in the case of rape or incest, like, how, what is your stance? And I'm like, I, like, let's just... Why are we How is this parsing an issue? this? I know. How is this still an issue? Yeah. Even. Like, the fact that people care this much, I just think is incredible. The fact that there's there's so many people who care this much what other people are doing with their bodies. Like, how is this, how is this something that keeps you awake at night? Are you really, like, I think there are people who literally lie awake at night yeah. like, crying about the dead babies. Who also support the death penalty, by the way. Yeah, exactly. Most of the time. Which is ironic. I know. But but it's just, it, it baffles me. Like, what, like, maybe, dur- I, I wish... That some of that caring could be directed towards something that really, really would help be fixed and the world. Help, yeah, would help people who yeah, are living that, all that energy to have a better quality of life. Like I don't know, it just and and I mean the thing that I always come back to with abortion, it's so it. I know that everyone has their feelings, and it's like you can't mm-hmm. change someone's mind about it. No way. So, but my biggest thing is, hey, abortion's been around longer than laws have been around. You're not like, going to stop people from getting abortion. You're not, and and you know, there's been studies. There's been studies that have shown that places that actually outlaw abortion, abortion rates go up. Mm-hmm. And and then people start, that's when people start doing back alley abortions. And they yeah. start getting really un, unsafe about it. 
Well, I don't think they even care. They're like, if those women die, oh well. I guess. They're sluts that didn't keep their legs closed. Because it's all the woman's fault. I mean, this is all thinly veiled sexism. It's not even yeah. thinly veiled. It's. I don't think this has anything to do with them caring about fetuses. And well, and everyone, with everyone hating says, women. you know, that if men had to carry babies, like, of course abortion would be legal. It would be legal. a non-issue. It would be issue. free. It would be, yeah. on, it would be encouraged. food trucks that give abortion. <laughs> and give you a taco. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wrapped a in a Dorito. taco. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was just that birth control panel this week. Oh, with um, all the in, men? In Congress, yeah, yeah, that was only men. And they somehow found a loophole to not allow the one woman witness to speak. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, you really, ah, it, it's just insane. It's so... And, I, and, I, and I, you know, and a lot of it, too, is creating. like, A, why do you guys even care? Like, why the fuck do you care? And B, don't you realize that it's good for you guys to not have more babies running around that you fathered that you don't want to take care of? Right. Like... Because you know that guys don't want to stop having sex. Right, and all these, all these women getting abortions have these super supportive men standing by their sides who are the begging them not to them, do I it. I know, I know. Please don't totally. kill my baby. I'm going to take care of it. Like, yeah, these I'll are, raise it myself. These are women who are, you know, young, who have no support. Totally. Who are on their own and who are probably with douchey guys um, like Rick Santorum. I hate people, Jesse. <laughs> this is the, this is the I hate people episode. <laughs> fun, 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 fun. Uh, so we do, we're, we're excited because we get to talk about something fun right now. We're gonna lighten, um, lighten things even up, even though it, it's fun for me to talk shit about people too. I find it very um, therapeutic. <laughs> but uh, but we we want to talk a little bit about um, the beauty stuff in our lives. Yeah, we you know we've made some purchases recently, mm-hmm. both of us, and and I was curious to find out what Jesse thought of the stuff she bought, and I figured, yeah, I'm like why that. not talk about it on the podcast? Because then all of you ladies out there who are interested in beauty products could benefit. From our money spending. Yeah. <laughs> like, literally, that's, I mean, all I want is for someone else to just tell me, like, buy this. This is exactly this. what you need. This works. Yeah. This doesn't work. So my, I'm just on a quest right now because I definitely have been feeling like my skin, I'm, I have a lot of acne that just keeps popping up randomly and it's frustrating. And then I, I'm like, you know, fine lines and trying to just give my skin Brighter and you just like a little, be your I want best. a glow. I you want just a little wanna, bit of a glow. You just want a healthy glow. That's totally And normal. so I bought one of the Clarisonic brushes, oh. which I know there's been a lot of buzz about. And um, and that's the original, like that's yeah, the... like the expensive one because I I actually did I was looking at some comparisons between the Clarisonic and the like there's an oil yes, of Olay version I've seen that. that is. And and honestly, I I went I sprang for the Clarisonic mm-hmm. because uh, enough people had said, yeah, you know, they're pretty similar, but I do think it's worth the money. Okay. The more expensive yeah. one, and the the oil of Olay one takes batteries and is not waterproof. And I was sort of like, I could see that becoming a problem. Like I could see it just stopping working. Yes. Or you know, the batteries don't last very long. And environmentally. And environmentally, yeah, that's true. So um, I did buy the Clarisonic and. The it's a it's the Mia, which is the smaller one, okay. and it comes in really cute colors. Aww. It's like a little vibrator for your face. It it basically looks like a vibrator. It makes your face have awesome. orgasms. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's the only way I can make my face come. Actually. <laughs> you can't. Make, can't no man no. can make your face <laughs> yeah. come. Basically, what I've heard that it does, which I actually do feel like that is working, is that it um, it makes it easier for products to absorb. So the stuff that you are using yes. kind of absorbs a little better. Okay. And and I do feel like, you know, my skin does feel pretty soft. It looks very and... peachy. Oh, thanks. It looks very uh, <laughs> Downton Abbey. You know, Ooh, fresh, I like that. a little fresh peach on the cheeks. Mm-hmm. You guys, she has Downton Abbey skin. <laughs> I wish. My goodness. 
Well, and wait, so tell me, what are, what are the products you just bought? Uh, I bought, speaking of Josie Moran, I bought her sunblock. Oh, yeah. Moisturizing sunblock, and it's a 40 SPF, and I love it. It Ooh. smells good, and it's That's not nice. super it's oily. Natural, right? It's all natural, which is what I was looking for. Mm -hmm. And so I, I, I highly recommend that. And then I bought, I tried a new line, to me, Tarte, which I think you recommended. Yeah, uh, it's which also is organic. Because I'm trying to get more natural and organic with my makeup. And I bought their tints. You want to get the bottom dropped out of you. I wish, you know what? If, if my husband <laughs> would just go vegan and then make my asshole fall out of me, I feel like my life would be better. Isn't that like, like prolapsed? Um, like, can you get a prolapsed rectum? Like, isn't that what that is? Yeah, that terrible things yeah. can happen. Um, but apparently, according to PETA, we want those terrible yeah. things to happen. So yes, I recommend the Tarte Tinted Moisturizer. And I recommend oh. the Josie Moran... SPF mm -hmm. moisturizing and oh I did bought, you do did you try the mascara you bought I bought uh the what's the brand Kors K O R R E S oh, yeah. they are another semi natural line yeah. and I bought the mascara I love it oh good so that mascara has always been one thing where I'm like do ugh. I really need to buy the expensive kind or can I just buy Maybelline I've, I, I do mean, think if you want natural then yeah. you do have to but otherwise, buy something more expensive otherwise I like the Maybelline Maybelline is great yeah. yeah otherwise if you don't care about the natural then buy Maybelline yeah so those are my beauty recommends for and the you're week. taking back one thing right I am taking back the Josie Moran lip it's like a lip pen it like looks like a marker Oh, it's kind of like a, a it's tint? It's a stain. Oh, yeah. And uh, my husband kissed me and he said, oh, your mouth tastes like uh, sunblock <laughs> or wax or something. Oh. And I was like, yeah, I probably won't keep Bummer. wearing this. Also, it's it really only comes out, like you put it on your bottom lip and it comes out and then you try to do your top lip and there's nothing. Oh. It just doesn't really release yeah. to my satisfaction. I feel so, like, yeah, you, you take that shit I'm back. take that back and get Thank something you, Sephora. else. Yeah. yeah. All right. Fun. Okay. Well, so the last thing we want to leave you all on a high note. Yes. Um, I wanted to tell you about something that I just saw that Chris actually alluded to earlier, which is Taco Bell is going to start releasing a Dorito taco. That's right, people. But, okay. Stay with me. Here's what Explain it is. Explain it specifically. It is their regular Taco Supreme inside of a Dorito shell. The shell, the taco, the taco shell, shell is a Dorito. It's made from Dorito. Yeah. Can you get like Cool Ranch? Or I don't know. Regular? All I saw is the regular kind. Yeah. But okay, first of all, I mean, you're going to get that shit all over your hands. Yeah, that's, so that's going to be a mess. Gross. But I think it's pretty amazing. I mean, it's basically like one of my favorite SNL sketches, which is Taco Town. Oh, where they keep, where they building. keep adding stuff yes. to the burrito. I love that and then one. it's like deep fried and uh, drizzled with. They made it come true. Confectioner sugar, yeah. <laughs> it's really happening, you guys. Yeah, so I, I'm definitely going to try that out, and I'll give you guys a full... Please, you are going to... I'll give you the full report from, probably live from the bathroom okay. after I eat that. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm just going to stick to my uh, eating Doritos. Oh, yeah, you do love now. Doritos. Do love I love that Doritos. you love Doritos. Love like, them. The classic kind, too. Yeah. The classic Don't nacho, give me nacho cheese. any other brand.
All right, we'll see you guys next week. All right, we'll uh, <laughs> we'll see you then. Bye. Bye.